The Block Talk podcast started because of my passion for the property management industry. I wanted to start a conversation and add some value within the industry with a diverse range of people and professionals who can add something extra. As we start out, my aim is that the podcast offers some useful insight into a variety of views, opinions, thoughts, and foresights from our guests who include business leaders and industry experts. If you enjoy the podcast and want to find out any other information, head on over to brianwelsh.co.uk. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Block Talk podcast with me, Brian Welsh, and Jax Bruce. Jax, how are you faring today? Uh, yeah, I'm okay. I am always a bit affected by the clocks changing. And this morning I woke up at 10 to 8 rather than 10 to 7. So, <laughs> so it was an absolute <laughs> mad rush to get the... I've got two house bunnies, as you know, so I have to get up and tend to them and then get ready and I was on the 20 past 8 train so that is not bad wow. going. That's, that's <laughs> impressive, that's impressive. I, I was going to say I'm glad this is not on video but I probably shouldn't say that <laughs> if it takes you that amount of time to, you might want to cut that bit. Um, How cool. are you doing, you alright? Um, yes, I actually, to be fair, um, I think I, I'm pretty tired at the moment. I, I had COVID a couple of weeks ago and, 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 and I'm still reasonably tired from it but I had the same this morning, I kind of, my alarm went off at six and then I was kind of sitting in bed watching the news at about five past seven and then remembered I had my business coach at 7.30 and thought, oh, oops, I better, <laughs> I better get up and, and get going. But yeah, no, I'm, I'm, <coughs> I'm, I'm all good. I'm all good. Today, we're delighted to be joined by Paula Robertson, the first ever winner of the title of Property Manager of the Year, which was awarded at the PMAS dinner and inaugural excellence awards on friday march the 11th paula is a branch manager and property manager at trinity factors in aberdeen where she has worked for almost three years prior to this she worked her way to a senior property manager at james gibb hello paula how are you doing today i'm good thank you good morning thanks for having me yeah i must have to say congratulations again um that was a great win and there was much excitement on the night when that was announced <laughs> Thank you very much. Yeah, it was a it was a really good night. Had by all, I'm sure. It was, it was. So did you have a sore head on Saturday morning? Honest answer, yes. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, like I said, it was a really great night though. It was it was well worth the slight sore head in the morning. Um and we all had a really good time from our uh, Aberdeen branch and our Edinburgh branch. Uh, there was quite a few of us there. Um and it was nice to see everyone because a lot of a lot of the time it's um people you're chatting to on the phone or through email so it was nice to put a face to the name as well but yeah slight sore head in the morning good good uh, yeah i'm glad to hear it uh, well you when you win an award you've got to you've got to exactly do it, yeah. <laughs> exactly um, actually that that dinner is normally in the radisson and not in the central hotel and the radisson bar normally stays up till um, I think six o'clock is the worst I've ever gone to my bed um, in the morning, so it's probably just as well it was in the Grand Central and the bar closed before before the dinner ended. But yeah, it was um, it was a very good night. I actually had a taxi book for one, so I was definitely not going to be um, doing anything mad that that night. Okay, cool, cool. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Um, so, could you start by telling us how you got into the to this industry? Yeah, of course. Um, I think after listening to some of the other podcasts, 
like many people, I actually started off by pure chance. Um, I was actually in my final year at Glasgow University and I originally planned to pursue a teaching profession, believe it or not. However, that had changed um, as I went through through university and a chance of a job became available, um, which I applied for. I'm successful. James Gibb is a trainee property manager. Um, so it was pure chance. At the time, I was still studying for my final exam. So I think at the interview, it was kind of said that I was in good stead to start off as a trainee and continue to kind of study and learn about the industry. Um, and at that point in time, I signed up for as many courses and seminars as I possibly could just to put me in good stead. So um, so, that, like I said, it was pure chance that a job became available and applied and was successful. So and it all kind of went from there. OK, so how did you move on from there? So that was Glasgow and you're now Aberdeen. So yes. they're, not, they're not that far apart, but, but how, no. did, how did that all happen? That all happened, well, like I'd mentioned, I'd started off um, with a trainee position and worked my way up to a senior property manager at James Gibb. And then just through circumstances, I was just looking for a change and there was a position for, for branch manager as well as being a property manager at Trinity Factors in Aberdeen. Um, so I applied again for the job, was, was successful and the opportunity became available. So at that point in time, I, I moved home, moved cities, moved jobs um, all in one day. So that was a bit of a challenge, but it was it was well worth it and I've enjoyed my time in Aberdeen and, and working at Trinity Factors as well that's been really good yeah I used to spend a lot of time in Aberdeen in my younger years and uh, yeah it's a fabulous city it's a fabulous it's city lovely. it's like a kind of smaller version of Glasgow I suppose that's the way <laughs> I feel yeah, it's a good way to nice. look at it actually yeah, yeah. it's a good way to look at it um, so what does this award mean to you then it's, I mean, it's the first time it's ever been given out um, what, what does it mean to you yeah, I mean, um, the award itself, it really meant a lot. Um, it means a lot. I was absolutely honoured even to be shortlisted. Um, as I know, there's there's so many pe other people out there that do the same job as me. And I felt um, the information that was provided, it was literally what I do on a day-to-day -day basis. And then to win, I was absolutely delighted. Um, and I think just to have independent professionals judge the work, that, um, that I do was of a high enough standard was just amazing. I couldn't really believe it, to be fair. So um, the award's now taking pride of place in the office. So it's been really nice to receive the the nice messages and calls from some of my clients and just the king of to say congratulations. It's been really nice. Um, so I was really so I was so nervous the night um, of the awards. I was that nervous I couldn't even eat my dinner. And the relief when I didn't have to make a speech was even better, let me tell you. So <laughs> it was nice. <laughs> yeah, it means very, a lot. Very good, very good. Yeah, I have to say I'm not a I'm not one for public speaking and, and um we were lead sponsor at the dinner and Crawford, our professional services director, who loves the sound of his own voice, um, um got up to got up to talk. Although I think some people say that about me as well. Um yeah, no, no, it was uh, to be fair, the the I was on the judging panel and and you know everyone was very very impressed. I mean, it, it, some of the some of the entries were just utterly phenomenal. So yeah, no, it was a it was a great um, it, it was a great we had a great time judging it as well. That's good. Um, so thinking about the the industry, one of the things other people on the podcast um, talk about often is the kind of challenges they face within the industry. Because I mean, it's not an easy industry to work in, you know. And and, mm. and you know, we've spoken a lot about 
um, the IRPM survey over the years and, and, and these sort of things. But what challenges have you faced in the industry? I think um, the diversity of the industry, I think no day is like another, which I personally found as a challenge to, to begin with um, until I had the experience and knowledge where obviously anybody would gain confidence. But I did find it quite overwhelming at times to start with. There's a lot to learn, but I think if you have the right support um, and the right training, it will give anybody the right the kind of foundations to build upon. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the challenge as well, obviously, as you mentioned, I've moved from Glasgow to to Aberdeen and there was many challenges. Although it's the same industry, different cities and different areas, um, it was a challenge. I think even with the dialect originally, some people couldn't even understand me at first. Um, And I was told an occasion to slow down, which I've managed to try and master now. But I think um, that as well as managing expectations and just remaining focused and taking a wee bit of time out, I think... um, it's kind of helped me overcome the challenges because like I said no day is like another and there's always something different to to tackle um, which I think most property managers or anyone in property management will find um, across the board. Yeah no I know what you mean I do understand the talking too quickly thing as well I do a bit of (laughs) of business in England and uh, Mm -hmm. and I get told to slow down all the time as well I think it's a Scottish thing. I think it must be yeah. yeah. Um, so, um, in your career, has there been a project that's interested you the most? Um, I, th- I mean, I've been involved in quite a few things. I think rec- most recently, um, I've been involved um, in some grant funding projects, which have been really interesting. I think working with um, the various professions, from the architects to the surveyors, in particular, um, at the stage of nearly completion of a full regeneration project of a, a listed building in Aberdeen, which right. has been a lot of work, but I'm really looking forward to seeing the, the end results. And it's actually one of the um, largest grant funds um, in Scotland that's ever been awarded. So it's been really good to be involved in that. Um, and like I said, hopefully that will be finished this year. So it'll, it'll be good to see that to completion. But that's been really interesting to, to work with. That sounds fabulous. That sounds good. Mm-hmm. Um, so if there's anybody who's trying to get into this industry or just starting out, what advice would you give to them? Um, I think that would probably vary on a day-to-day basis, what <laughs> advice I would give, to be honest. I would honestly say it's not for everyone. Right. However, it's a it's a very interesting career to get into with so many avenues that you can go down once you get started. Um, I found it personally, I've had to be extremely organised and very logical in dealing with things. And you really need to be able to think out the box sometimes because you can never really tell what the day will bring. Um, and I think working as a team, I've found really, um, really helpful. Just, just even calling the support of other people in the profession, even if it's just for a second opinion. Um, that's probably the, the most kind of beneficial advice I would give. And obviously taking time to switch off. Um, is essential, although I think I should probably follow more, invi- more kind of advice at times, but I think having a balance um, would be another good bit of advice to give to others who are thinking about property management as a career. Um, hmm. Okay, yeah, yeah, no, I can I can understand that. I can understand that. Um, I, 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 I have an inability to switch off ever, and I, and, I, and I don't think it does me any good. So, yeah, I can totally understand that one. I, I think it becomes more and more difficult as well and working yeah. from home has made yeah. it even more difficult i mean I, you know um i've always had a desk in my in my kind of in my 
where I've lived, but I've never had an, an actual room that was an office. And, yeah. and now, you know, and now, you know, I have a fully kitted out um, office. It's just so difficult to escape it because it's just so mm-hmm. easy at seven o'clock to go, oh, I'll just go do this. Or, oh, I've just seen this email coming on my phone. I'll go deal with it. Yes. You know, I think you've yes. got to be, I think you've got to be very strict with yourself to not do that. Yeah. I agree. I agree. It's difficult at times, especially when you're sitting at night and think, I forgot this, I forgot that. You need to take time to switch off. Um, but yeah, it's a really, really interesting career to get into. And I would definitely recommend it to, to anyone that thinks it's maybe for them to try it. Um, like yeah. I said, it's not for everybody, but um, I found it really interesting. Yeah. OK, good, good. So what are the plans or goals for the future then? Um, so what, where do you see yourself going? Um, I've not really made any concrete plans or, or goals so far. Um, I think just working through, um, like I said, obviously I've went from being a trainee property manager to senior and now I'm looking after Aberdeen, which um, it wasn't planned. It just seems to have been the way, um, just the way things have worked out. Um, but obviously winning the winning the award has been a pretty good goal so far for this year. Um, and I'm just kind of looking forward to what the future holds. Um, and building upon that so I'm actually getting married this year as well so that's kind of taking precedence over to anything else for the end of this year so <laughs> um, but so far this year's been quite good um, achieving even the award itself which I'm delighted with. I, I, I'm not going to expect to answer this question but there was somebody um, who mentioned to me that the award winners of this first set of awards would be on everybody in the industry's um, poaching list for people trying to poach people into other jobs. And I dare say <laughs> you've had a couple of job offers as well, but we'll not go into that. We'll no, go into no, that. we won't. But, but, but to be fair, I mean, it's a, it's an understandable thing because there's a there's a lot of movement. Well, you've you've I mean, you've been in the industry for a bit of time, but you've moved from one mm-hmm. to another, and there yeah. is a bit of movement in the industry. So yeah, I can, I can imagine that may have happened. But, but again, yeah, we'll not go yeah. into. So who knows? Who knows? Yes, you <laughs> never know. Yeah. Um, Okay, thanks for that. Um, Jax, do you want to fire in with your three quirky questions? Yes, absolutely. Thanks, Paula. Um, so at the end of the podcast, we ask all our guests uh, three quirky questions, as we like to call them, and um, just to kind of get to know you a bit better. Um, what's your biggest failure across your entire career and what did you learn from it? Oh, Jax, I'm not going to lie. These questions, I think, were the hardest ones. Um, so... The, the biggest failure, I would probably say um, so far, I would honestly say leaving school when I did was one of the biggest failures. Um, I had a job in an office during the summer um, and I was kind of just used to working, had an income and just decided I would leave school. And I didn't quite realise at the time kind of what the implications were and how much it would affect what I wanted to do in later life. So that's definitely what I would say would be the biggest failure um, so far. Right, well, so do you wish you'd stayed on? And I do, yeah, because it came to the point where I thought, okay, I'm going to go to university, I'd like to do this, or I'd, I'd like to just, um, like I said, I originally wanted to go into teaching. I, mean, I started looking into it. I never had the relevant qualifications and had to... I felt as if I had to kind of start all over again. Right. So I felt as if I didn't have all the options open to me that I wanted and I could have done it before. So I, I felt as if that was definitely something that um, was a failure. Um, and I think, obviously, I hadn't looked at the bigger picture at the time. 
So it's a, I suppose it's, I kind of learned not to take the kind of easy route, but I was certainly still young at the point in time. But I think yeah. now that I'm that good bit older, um, I've kind of looked back and realised. So, yeah. Yeah, there's nothing, I suppose, from school that you couldn't catch up on. I know, I suppose. Now, yeah. you know, I guess so, yeah. And you've you've obviously done pretty well. Um, Thanks. Thank you. Us to move up to Aberdeen and all that as well, mm-hmm. which is brave mm-hmm. to, to completely uproot yourself, isn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Cool. So if you ruled the world for a day, what would you do? Well, do you know, there's so many things that I would do, but I suppose... Um, Again, from listening to the podcasts with the recent events with all these world leaders and getting them all together and kind of knocking our heads together would be one thing, I suppose. But this was another really difficult one. And I would possibly say that if I ruled the world for a day, I would make sure that every person had access to free healthcare and a place to call home. I couldn't imagine having to worry about that and being ill and... um, and then obviously maybe not having a place to call home at the end of the night once your day was done. So I think that's probably what I would do. Because I think during the lockdown when they arranged that for everyone, or they tried to arrange that for everyone, I don't see how they couldn't do that now. So I think that's what I would do. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Cool. Lovely. Um, so when you're 70 and look back at your life, what, would, what will you be glad you did or feel proud of? Something you've either done already or something you still want to do? Um... Okay, so, so far, I would honestly say that when I graduated was one of the proudest moments so far. Um, At my last year at uni, I'd moved house, I was helping my kids with their exams at high school, I was working full time and also trying to kind of finish my last year um, with my honours degree. It was really hard, my dad had passed away and honestly, I didn't think I was going to do it. So the day I was walking through um, Glasgow University, I had a, a mixture of laughter and tears, I suppose, when I was walking down. So that I would definitely say was um, something that I will definitely always feel proud of. Um, that's probably one of my proudest things that I've managed so far. Yeah. Um, yeah. Brilliant. Fantastic. Thank, Thank you so you. much. That was really good. No bother. I think it's quite difficult to talk about yourself sometimes as well, isn't it? Yeah. So, but no, that was good. Fun. That Thanks. was good as well. Thank you. That- that's brilliant, Paul. Thanks very much for coming on.